Mountains. Down here, deep in the caves, the air was calm. Not a breath of the wind could be heard. Wearing a neoprene suit, gloves, boots, and ski mask, he silently wished he could strip bare, feel the bite of cold air against his flesh, feel more alive. But that would have to wait. He couldn't be rash, couldn't allow any bit of his skin or hair or even sweat to mar his work. Besides, there was always that sticky problem of DNA once the police became involved. That would be soon, he knew, because this piece of art was nearly finished. A little more whittling here, a bit of shaving there. Oh, the weather outside is frightful. He sang along under his breath as the music reverberated through these linked caves that he'd claimed for his work. Hidden deep in these foothills, the caverns provided a perfect spot. A natural spring provided the water he needed, and battery-powered lights gave off a bluish glow. When he needed brighter light, he donned headlamps to illuminate the areas where he needed to work. From deeper within his workspace, he heard a pathetic mule, and he frowned. Why wouldn't that woman just die already? He'd given her enough sedatives to knock out an elephant, and yet she lay on the precipice between consciousness and death, lingering and moaning. He frowned, hit his chisel with his hammer, and the blade slipped, slicing through his glove and nicking his finger. Damn! Blood. His damned blood fell in a singular drop along the ice. Quickly it froze, and he, rather than smear it, let it dry, all the time irritated at the delay. Once it was solid, he cut around the rivulet, giving wide berth and making certain that no hint of red disturbed his perfect piece of art. He was sweating by the time he was finished excavating the blood. Carefully, telling himself to be patient, he began pouring clear water from the spring over that flaw in his masterpiece. Allowing the water to freeze, he waited impatiently before pouring a little more, until there was no hint of a fissure, no blemish visible. Perfect, he whispered satisfied. He stared down at his artwork, the naked woman encased in ice, and he couldn't help but lean forward, bending close enough to lick one ice-encased nipple. His tongue tingled, the interior of his mouth so cold that a ripple of pure icy pleasure worked its way through his bloodstream, starting out frigid. But as his mind created scenarios where his body was rubbing up against her arctic flesh— he felt the tiniest niggle of excitement, the start of arousal. He rolled his tongue over the ice, imagining the salty taste of her, the bud of her nipple hard in his mouth. He'd sink his teeth in, just a little, to mingle pleasure with pain. He let out a quiet moan as his fantasy emerged. In his mind's eye, he saw another beautiful woman, her hair falling freely behind her as she ran, laughing, her voice echoing through the wintry forest. Snow had drifted against the scaly trunks of the pines, ice collecting on the long needles. He raced through thick powder, chasing after her, watching in arousal as she tossed off her clothing piece by piece, dropping a blouse, a skirt, a scarf into nearby snowdrifts. Finally, her brawl was discarded, and she, in only panties, continued to run. He was closing the distance and taking off his own clothes, kicking off his boots, but his cold fingers fumbled with the buttons of his shirt and his jeans, 
They were difficult to pull off and toss aside. So he couldn't catch her, had to race to catch up. He thought of what he would do to her, how he would thrust into her, make her cold body turn molten and heat the snow that fell until it melted over her skin. But in his hand was his knife, the one with the handle made from the antler of a four-point he'd killed three years earlier. He remembered felling the buck with just an arrow. He was closer now, his heart pounding, his fingers clenched over the hilt of the knife. Only inches from her, a half-step behind when she turned, her lips turning blue, her eyes bright, her cheeks crimson with the frosty winter air. A playful smile tugged at the corner of her mouth. So perfect, like an angel's. Then she saw the knife. Her soft grin fell away. Shock, then horror registered on her beautiful features, and she stumbled, nearly falling, throwing up more white powder as panic set in and she ran faster, not playfully, but spurred on by terror. His nostrils flared. He sprang forward, giving chase. Within a few strides, he caught her, his free hand tangling in her mass of long hair, and then... a blur. All he could remember was the slash of warm blood spraying scarlet over an icy white snowdrift. No! He snapped back to the here and now.